like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Heather Riggs on the line, and she is the founder over at Atlanta Legal Marketing. Heather, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really grateful for the opportunity. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Atlanta Legal Marketing and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so really I started from the legal perspective. I'm actually a lawyer. And so I started in a very traditional practice setting, albeit in solo practice. So I, I started out owning my own business, which was, uh, I think, integral to what I'm doing now. But to take it back even farther, Adam, um, what led me to the law to begin with was the fact that I was adopted. And in trying to understand what that meant, my parents explained that they hired a lawyer, that the lawyer did some paperwork, talked to a judge, and that's how I became their daughter. So this did two things for me, really. First, it grossly oversimplified my view of the adoption process, <laughs> right? You just fill out some paperwork. How easy, you know, could it be? But secondly, um, that was my first impression of what a lawyer was. To me, a lawyer was someone who made families. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Wow. So I was pursuing the practice of adoption work uh, from a very early age, did that right out of law school, um, as I mentioned in my own solo practice, and thought that's where I would retire. Um, and in fact, I loved practicing law, still love it to this day, and it has a huge, massive impact um, on what I'm doing now, both the fact that I am a lawyer and that I have all of that practice experience under my belt. That's awesome. Um, so there's some, you know, there's some people listening right now that are considering doing what you did. Uh, um, so meaning to go from a highly specialized and um, and credentialed right to become a lawyer, a doctor, that, you know, some of the traditional professions, uh, traditional um, professions, and they're thinking about you know going and transitioning to um, an entrepreneurial route that's maybe in their same vertical but in a different way. So maybe in, in your case, not practicing law anymore. Um, so what what would be your advice to that professional that's thinking about really kind of transitioning to that entrepreneurial side of serving their market? What would be your advice to getting started? Oh, wow. Well, um, in essence, although I don't mean to be flippant whatsoever about your question, just do it. Um, there's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect strategy or game plan to entrepreneurship no matter what point you're at in your career, whether you've been doing it for a decade, whether you've been doing it for 10 minutes. And so taking that first step, that, that sort of leap of faith, which can be so incredibly scary, I get it, um, but just taking that first step was, would really be my advice. Um, and then I think, you know, to, to kind of piggyback on that, surround yourself, you know, certainly a term that would be familiar with lawyers um, would be your of counsel. Right? Who are your mentors? Who are the folks around you that you can draw inspiration from and encouragement from? Um, having that support network of, of experts and mentors, whether it's in your field, in business generally, or something totally unrelated, I think is absolutely crucial to success. That's awesome. 
Um, let's switch it up a bit, Heather. Let's get into what you're doing as founder over at Atlanta Legal Marketing. So first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so it is a full-service digital marketing company for attorneys, just attorneys. Um, and if it happens on the Internet, we can do it. So that runs the gamut from things like website and content to blogging and social media and even things like reviews, management, reputation, even podcasting and video. That's awesome. Um, so in your, I mean, obviously you've been now on, on, on both sides of the coin. So meaning as, as the market that you're serving and now the mar now you're obviously on the marketing side and serving that same, you know, who you were at one point. Um, so you have a really unique and interesting vantage point that I think gives you an edge on maybe some others that haven't gone your exact path. Uh, what would be some of the things that you uh, find, and I know this is going to vary, right, from company to company, lawyer to lawyer, I, I get it, but there's some themes that arise often. Um, so what are some of the themes of the mistakes that you find people are making prior to working with you? Yeah, so the fact that a law firm is a business, and that seems so simple and so obvious, but you'd be amazed how often clients miss that that simple piece of understanding they go into the law because they are amazing advocates they have a passion for justice or a particular civil or social uh, issue they their father was a lawyer maybe whatever that might be but their drive really is around you know a passion for being in the courtroom and serving clients and not necessarily a passion for business and yet as lawyers especially if you're in the solo practice or small firm setting, business is an incredibly important part of that equation. Um, we're just one part of practice management, which of course is the marketing side, but really treating your firm as a business first, putting in place sound business practices and principles is going to ultimately help that person be a better lawyer. And as I said, it's interesting to me how frequently that's missed or overlooked. And obviously, we don't have time on this one interview to um, to go in too far. But what would be an example, uh, just to put some some context around it, of a, of a of something that could be implemented in a practice that you find pretty often isn't? Just one example. Sure. So I would say a, a website, actually, um, particularly as it serves as a marker of credibility. You know, in the old days. Whoever the lawyer in town was that did whatever the client needed, that's who got the business. Um, but now it's a lot more about differentiation. Simply saying you are a lawyer or you have um, experience and expertise in a particular practice area isn't enough anymore. You've really got to go above and beyond to explain your unique value proposition. And so that, that's exactly where I would start and, in fact, where I do start with my clients. I love I really love that answer and because it's so relevant and it's so true and some of the some of the digital marketers that listen to this show or marketing people listen to this show they're gonna say, Huh, a website but they they don't cater to your market. They don't understand. Um That's that right. they're, if, if they're not school. catering to you if they're not catering to your market then they don't understand that um there's quite a few um you know um, um that that need a little bit of help in that in that in that realm and the more interesting part too and I have friends that are obviously in that business and I'll tell them you know they need to get get working on that and their presence there and they they don't what they don't understand is just with the amount of data that's out there um that oh, you know yeah. the the small subset of lawyers out there that really get it and that are making the investment now there's no way these other firms are going to catch up to them in 10 years 
not going to happen. That's right. They have, they have 10 years happen. of content out there. They have 10 years, especially when you think about things like machine learning and the AI and all the other things. The, the, the algorithm, the, not just the algorithms, but the AI, I mean, it's getting so smart that they're gonna, it's going to know. This guy's just trying, this, this person is just creating something now. This other person has created something for the last 10 plus years. What's going to be just common sense, um, more rich data? You, you can't right. you catch up. You can't on. catch up. You can't catch up and say, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna dump ten, ten thousand or a hundred thousand pieces of content in the universe, and I'm gonna start being this person." No, you're not. <laughs> you're, it's not gonna happen because because the AI is gonna pick up that you just dumped a hundred thousand pieces of content that nobody's consuming, <laughs> and it's just exactly. gonna go right over it. <laughs> exactly, and that brings up a great point, Adam. You know, marketing, when done well, really is a long game. And you might see results immediately, and that's great, um, but you are just spot on. It's not a one and done, and it's not an overnight success story. It, it takes months and sometimes years of consistency in order to be successful. Yeah, and it's like I tell people. I say, if you want, you don't really have a choice nowadays. It's not going to happen. I mean, it's that's, right. that's just where we're going. You can accept it. You cannot accept it. Um, but uh, one thing's for certain, and that is that um, the people that get it and that and that do make that spend, especially early on in their career or wherever they're at. But once once they start getting it and start and start adding to it, I mean, this, this is why you see such displacement happening, and it's going to continue to happen. Um, but no, this yeah. is awesome. So, Heather, if somebody's listening to this and somebody wants more information on Atlanta Legal Marketing, um, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? So, definitely visiting our website. We do try to practice what we preach, and that's atlantalegalmarketing.com. But I'd also love for them to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always looking for great connections, um, not only to receive, but more importantly, to give. And LinkedIn is a great format for that. Fantastic. Well, Heather, thank you and sharing more about what you're doing today over at Atlanta Legal Marketing and how you're helping your clients. And to the audience, as always, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And uh, Heather, thanks again for coming on the show.